Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, it's hour three of this uh, Friday edition of the Cook and Joe Show. Starkey off today. He'll be back with me Monday morning at 10 o'clock. Let's go right out to the fan hotline. It's presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And welcome in my pal. Uh, no one knows more about the Penguins than this man, uh, uh, the historian and uh, modern-day observer and Every day before they play, I make sure I check out his notes pregame and postgame because they're tremendous. I'm talking about Bob Grove. Hey, Bob, good uh, afternoon. Thank you for taking time. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Ron. Thanks so much uh, for having me on. Well, the Penguins playing a little better. I thought that was a great win the other day, 3 nothing against Seattle. It seems like it's a lifetime ago, though. They played Monday, and they're not going to play now until tomorrow uh, in uh, Vegas, 10-3-3 and in the past 16. Do you like the way they're trending? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if you look, you stack them up against the other teams in the Metro, um, you know, and pull it off, you know, 16-game segments, which is what you're talking about, 10-3-3. and uh, I mean, the Penguins are right there. They're they're about the best in the Metro. Um, you know, the Rangers have been slumping a little bit recently. Carolina's been going pretty well. Uh, including that win over the Penguins. But, yeah, I mean, they're stacking up well against the teams they have to worry about mostly in the playoff race, not all. Because uh, if you're in the wild card race, if you're a Penguin fan, you're looking at Detroit every night and you're looking at Tampa every night. Um, but, yeah, they're they're trending well. It's just, you know, the poor start to the season has just dug them a big hole. Well, I think all those teams in the East won yesterday, didn't they? It seems like yeah. it. Um, and those yeah. loser points are killers, too. The Penguins still and uh, fifth in the Metro, tenth in the Eastern Conference, not far out of a playoff spot. What's up with Philly and Washington? I keep waiting for them to crash, and they refuse to crash. Right. I mean, it, it, both of those teams have been surprising. You know, and you can go around the league and say who are the biggest surprise teams here. You know, we're roughly just about everybody's at about the midway point of the season right now, and people would say Winnipeg and Vancouver, and you certainly get all that. But the Flyers are definitely up there for me. They're, they're absolutely in the top one or two big surprises. This was, they're still in a rebuild. Nobody gave them a chance really even to be in the playoff discussion, and they are two points out of first place. How are they doing it? Well, look, it's interesting because here in Pittsburgh, I think we rightly so complain about the power play, and where would the Penguins be if they had a power play? I think that's legit. But, you know, the power play struggles aren't, you know, everything. And the Flyers are the perfect example. They've got the worst power play in the league, and it's been the worst since the start of the season. And they really don't score much. But I'll tell you what, 
they give it everything they have every night under Tortorella. They're pretty good defensively. You know, Carter Hart's had a good season. They don't beat themselves. You watch the Flyers, and, boy, they just put a muzzle on Dallas, which is a very good team, last night. They look the same, the Flyers, every night. And, you know, maybe they don't have the greatest, uh, you know, talent. I mean, Owen Tippett's right now is starting to look like a a real big-time scorer. But, you know, they give it the same thing every night. And that's one of the things about the Penguins is they're they're unpredictable. And we were talking about this stretch they're on. Yeah, they've been better lately. But, you know, if you look at the whole picture of this season, you're just not quite sure what you're going to get from them every night. So that's what, you know, the Flyers and the Caps look. A lot of it for me, it's, you, you know, Backstrom's out. And, and then Ovechkin's having the worst season of his career, and he just looks like it's just all lost. He's just lost it. I mean, he just he's you know he's not getting as many shots. He's still getting a decent number of shots, but not up to Ovechkin levels. And when you lose Backstrom, you don't expect the power play to be great as great as it's been, and it ha- you know it hasn't been. But he still you would expect him to make it up there, and he's not. And you know they've missed Oshie. I mean, he came back and he had a hat trick last night, but he's been hurt a lot. Charlie Lindgren's been amazing for them in goal. I mean, Kemper's been good too, but I think Carberry just has them playing really so much better defensively that they don't need all those goals to score. So the Caps have surprised me as well. You know, it's uh, the Penguins' goaltending, I think, has been really good. Jari's been a little inconsistent for me, but another shutout the other day. Five on five, I think they've been excellent, the Penguins. But again, it comes back to that power play, doesn't it? Why hasn't it worked? Why hasn't it worked really from the get-go this season? And also the same thing I could say about the three-on-three in overtime. Why are they not winning these games? Well, the power play, for me, look, you start with who's the guy who, who, who creates most of the goals on the Penguins' power play over the years? I mean, you'd say Sid creates them. Who finishes them? That's Malkin. Malkin has one power play goal in his last 32 games. It's just not happening. He's got three for the season. So that is a huge issue. I mean, all we see from Malkin on the power play, and this is not necessarily his fault, I mean, I, but, you know, they're just, they just try to set him up for one-timers, and that's all he seems to be interested in taking. And it's got to be – there has to be more to it than that. Jake Gensel, amazing goal scorer. He's got three power play goals. Quite frankly, I think he had 11 – last year or the year before. But, I mean, for me, they've never figured out how to best utilize Gensel's scoring ability on the power play. You know, and I look at that team and I say, Carlson, yeah, he's been good, but he hasn't he hasn't had the impact that you expected him to have. I mean, their power play, Ron, it's less than 14%. So they add Carlson, and their power play last year was mediocre. It was 21%. They've added a Hall of Famer. In Carlson, and their power play has been reduced by half of its effectiveness. It makes no sense. So Carlson, they, they needed more from Carlson there. And you know, I've just mentioned Malkin. You know, and they get it. The other thing is, I don't, I don't like the way they pass it around the perimeter. Look, they, they get a decent number of shots, and everybody complains about they pass up shots. Yes, they do, but they still get a decent number of, of power play shots. But they just they don't use the you know the bumper position. They don't use the high slot. It's all concentrated on passing it around the perimeter up top and, you know, at the top of the circles and looking far post or setting guys up for one-timers. I would work it low more um, and try to maybe use the, the high slot and, and try to give teams a different look. Um, you know, that's been a problem. And in overtime, Ron, they just, they're just not thinking through plays. It's just I, I think they're they much They have like too the much talent, Bob, to not win three-on-three. Three. 
I know, I know, but I mean, they're you, you know how the way that the game has evolved, the the three on three has evolved right now is a, it's so different than when it started, right? Which is now, you know, obviously it's all about possession. So teams will just pull out of the attacking zone and wait if they don't like what they see. And the Penguins do some of that. But you have to be very particular about the kinds of chances you you decide that we're going to go for this particular chance. I'm going to try to make this pass or I'm going to try to make this play. You got to be you got to be fine about that detail because when it goes wrong, we know what happens. There's an odd man break the other way or a breakaway. And think about how the Penguins have lost some of these overtime games. It's been like that. So I just don't think they're thinking through their options the right way. They're trying to make plays in overtime that aren't quite there. Maybe you'd make them five on five, but you certainly wouldn't make them three on three. And Gino's been, Gino struggled. He looks like he's lost a step to me, Bob. I don't know. He just, his speed isn't what it used to be. No, it's not. And you know what? His play, I mean, his level of production is in, it's in fits and starts. You know, he goes, you know, he'll go several games where you just don't even notice him. And then, you know, then he'll have a streak where he'll go five or six games and he'll be piling up points. And, you know, it's interesting. We just have to remember that, too. He's Look, he's been hurt by Riley Smith, who just has been a huge disappointment when he's been healthy and in the lineup. Um, so I'll say that. But, you know, we just have to remember that people age at different in different ways. You know, he's an old – he's a year – we talk about Sid, who's just – Incredible. incredible. He, what he's doing at his age is, is incredible. I don't. I can't think of any other words. But you know, Gino's a year older, and he's he's not aging like Sid's aging. And, and it's not a criticism. It's just the fact people age differently. And yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, Gino's still look. He's not putting up a point a game, but he's not that far off. But it just you just don't see it night to night. You know, like I said, it comes in fits and starts with him. You mentioned Gensel. What are they going to do with him? He's a contract <laughs> year. Um, Nylander signed for what, like 11 million. I mean, I love Jake. I think he's the best finisher Sid's ever had. Sid loves Jake, but I don't know how they keep him. Uh, and I mean, you know, I don't know if they trade him at the trade deadline or try, you know, just take a run with these guys one more time. What do you see happening with Gensel? Well, from a financial standpoint, Ron, keeping him is really not that big a deal. I mean, so let's think, okay, he's not, he's not making $11 million. Okay, he's he's not he's not at that level, you know. But he's making six now. Is he going to get into the eights? Yes, you know, he he probably would get into the eights. Um, and you know, is he is he going to make more than Sidney Crosby? I don't think so. Do you think the the Penguins would do that? I don't. Um, so he gets into the eights, and so that's a couple of million more than he's making per year. Remember, the cap's going up pretty significantly next summer. You're going to add between four and five million dollars to the cap right there. And Carter's coming off your payroll. There's another three. So there's $8 million, and you only got two unrestricted free agents to worry about, Nadelkovich and Gensel. So from a financial standpoint, it's doable. It's not even a problem. Um, but, you know, from a philosophical standpoint, maybe it's a different take. You know, he'll Jake turns 30 next October. This is his last chance for the big deal. Well, he's got a pretty big deal now. He doesn't have a huge, like, mega deal. Yes, but you're right. It's his last. This is his last big contract coming up. And how does Dubas feel about, you know, how valuable Gensel will be? How productive will he be when he's 34 and 35? That's the question. Right. But, I mean, it's hard to see how Dubas, who's restructured the team in the offseason to make the playoffs this season, could trade him at the deadline. I mean, this guy's an unbelievable goal scorer, Ron. He's on. If you look at where he paces out, 
the last six years, and he's pacing right now for 37, this would be six years in a row if you say, what would his pace be if he was healthy? He, he's hit 34-plus goals every single season, six years in a row. There's not many guys. Sid's done it, you know, Malkin, Mario, Yager. Stevens did it five years in a row. And, he, and Jake's an incredible goal scorer, and Jake's an incredible playoff. You look at his playoff numbers, they're insane. So, it, and, and you got Sid, who this summer you got to talk to about a new contract. Can you look Sid in the face and say, yeah, we're trying to – we're trying to compete for the Stanley Cup and give you one more chance, but we're taking you know this this goal scorer that's played beside you all these last season, and we're and we're, we're moving him because you're not getting a player back like him in that kind of a deal. I, or, you know, I I agree totally, Bob, but I think it comes down to Gensel. I, I don't think the Penguins want to pay him more than Sid, but I think some team might um, just for the well, reasons that you said. Now, does right. he want to take less? to stay and play with Sid, I think that's yeah. a possibility too. But if he wants yeah. to, you know, play hardball, I, I could see him not signing here again. Well, hey, if he if that's right. So we we tend to think of it from the team's standpoint and and you're bringing up a great point. It's you know, look, maybe Jake Gensel says I've, I've done my time in Pittsburgh, loved it, loved being here and winning a cup and all that kind of stuff and uh, you know, I want to try something different. Maybe that's his attitude and maybe he says 8 versus 10 from somebody else. I want a new challenge. He, he absolutely that could be. I don't know. I mean, only he knows that. And you know, he said you know publicly that he's really enjoyed it. And he likes it here in Pittsburgh. So yes, it's a business. We'll see. You know, you can always make the point if you're making eight mil a year for five five more years. That's forty on top of the thirty you just made. You sort of have enough money. Um, you know, <laughs> Those guys don't look do at need? it that way, though. They don't look yeah. at it. They keep score by how much they make, right? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, they, well, I don't know that they all do that. I think they keep scoring how many cups they win and you know how much they enjoy right. the, the, the team and all that. Cup. But you're right. I mean, they're, they're competitive. And look, there's also pressure on players. As you know from the union, is like if you're if you're a guy who's worth ten, you know the union they don't want you to take eight; they want you to take ten. <laughs> so, right, because it helps so, everybody else, right? 
That's right. That's right. So there's a lot of things to consider. But let's just look, when you take a step back from all this, Ron, the thing you got to remember about it is, let's be honest here. In most cases, when a goal scorer and player of this ability first becomes eligible for an extension, teams that want them keep them. They sign them. Like very few of these guys ever get to that summer of unrestricted free agents. Right. It happens, but it's so that's not a good sign right there. So we'll know more. And like I said, the, the, the interesting wild card for me is how Sid feels about it. And, and I, I, he I, loves Gensel. I mean, would you agree? Right. I think he's his best finisher. I know he played with Hosa a little bit, but not for long. I think Gensel's yeah. his best finisher. Well, yeah. I mean, all those years with Kunitz, and Kunitz was terrific, you know. But, I mean, you know, he's not he's not a scorer like Gensel is. So, absolutely, that's true. And Sid would probably say, look, I, you know, I, look, I mean, that line's carried the team right, pretty much all season, has it not? So, how are you going to – I just don't know how you subtract those goals and that chemistry – from your team, and then you know, don't have Sid looking at it sideways, saying, "Well, wait a minute, what are we doing here?" So again, unless Jake just has different ideas, but look, Jake's going to feel the pressure too. If he goes somewhere else, Ron, the first thing people are going to say is, "Let's see how you do without Sid." Right. I right. personally, I personally don't think that's going to be a problem. I think he's a he's a gifted goal scorer, and he'll get his goals. Now he might not get quite as many, but you know, maybe a team will find a way to work him into their power play better than the Penguins have done over the years, and he can make up for a little bit of it there. We're talking to Bob Grove here on the Cook and Joe Show. Uh, Bob, um, you mentioned Carlson. I've just not been really impressed. I'm not terrible, but not really impressed. I, I was expecting more. You? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and we have to give him a little bit of leeway because he's coming to a new team, a new system. You know, they don't play the way the Sharks played. They don't play the way Ottawa played. So you have to give him a little bit of time. And we're halfway through the season, so he hasn't been bad. I think he's been good. But I, I basically agree with what you're saying. There seems like there's more that you're expecting. And for me, the biggest piece of that is you expect, you expect it to show up more on the power play, and it just hasn't happened. Um, but I don't know that that's all him. I, I think he's, you know, I would like to see him shoot it more on the power play than he does. He's just a distributor. I'd like to see him, you know, uh, carry the puck into some different areas of the ice, but he doesn't. He pretty much kind of stays where he is at the top. Um, the other thing that, that I've been disappointed by watching him every night a little bit is that too often for me, Ron, he takes the obvious play. He sees it. He decides against making it and wants to make a play that's a little out of the ordinary. And he's a gifted player. He's a future Hall of Famer, and he can do it. We know that. But you have to do it for me according to what the score scoreboard is telling you. If it's early in the game, you don't want to make a more of a risky play when you don't have to. If you're down two goals in the third period, have at it. But you know, too often that's what I see from him is the obvious play. He doesn't want to make it. He waits. He gets pressure. He gets in trouble. He has to throw passes at 100 miles an hour to get out of trouble, and guys have trouble holding them on to him. So, yeah, I'd like to see a little more from him. All right, Bob, before I let you go, a couple uh, league-wide issues. You mentioned Ovechkin, eight goals in 40 games. I guess he missed three with a lower body injury, played mm -hmm. last night. Um, I, I really thought going into the year that he had a heck of a chance of catching Gretzky. He's still uh, Gretzky 894. He's got 830, so he'd need 65 to pass him. I'm wondering if he's going to do it. You? Me, I feel the same way. I, like Before this season, I said it's definitely going to happen because two things we knew about him. He was fairly consistent. You know, He's got a powerful shot, and even though everybody knows 
where he scores from, it doesn't matter. He continues to score from there. And this season, it's just all left. He's got eight, Ron. I think three of them are empty netters. Two for sure, maybe three. And we just talked about people aging at different in different ways and at different time frames. And it just looks like to him it's happened to him. Um, you know, he's been playing with Kuznetsov and Wilson now. You know, I'd say Kuznetsov is no Backstrom. Um, but still, uh, he should have more goals than he has. And now I'm wondering the same way. I mean, how many years would he have to play at this pace? What's he going to get this year? 15? If he has a great second half, what's he get? 20? He'd have to right. play at least another four more years. I, I, I know. And I, I mean, we had Tyler Kennedy on earlier today and he said he watched his games and he, he still gets shots, but they're not quite as explosive as they used to be. Yeah. They, it doesn't right. come off his stick and end up behind the goaltender. Well, that's a good observation from, uh, from Tyler. And you know what? I mean, what do we expect? You know, these guys can't keep playing like they're 25. Except for Sid. <laughs> Except for Sid. All right, let me finish with a happy note here. I know you saw what Mark Andre Fleury did the other night. Passed oh. passed up Patrick Waugh, his boyhood hero, for second yeah. place on the all-time goals uh, goaltending wins list, five hundred and twenty-two. Now he's not going to catch Brodeur. I get that. No. But what a career, huh? Incredible. Just absolutely incredible. You know, three cups. Loved everywhere he's gone. So he's not only been productive in a winning goaltender and an elite goaltender, but he's never been a teammate with a guy who didn't like him and won't talk about that and what that means to the chemistry of the teams that he goes to. You know, so he's been to Vegas, he's been to Chicago, he's been to Minnesota now. And you know what? He might get moved at the deadline. Yeah, I know. I was thinking um, the same thing. They're, Minnesota's not going anywhere. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't. It looks like you know soon they're going to play themselves pretty much out of playoff um, position, and um, so I, I could see that happening. But everyone in Pittsburgh is so happy for him. He deserves it. He loves the game. He's fun to be around, and he's and he's really played at a high level throughout his career. And you know he's got more to give. Bob Grove, it's always fun to talk hockey with you. We're going to do it a lot more now that football is over. I appreciate your time, man. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate it. Stay well. Stay well. No, he, he follows the Penguins so closely. Really, you do need to check him out uh, on Twitter. His pregame notes and postgame notes uh, are absolutely incredible. All right, I got a little special guest coming up here at 1245. This is a pretty big anniversary day, a 50-year-ago anniversary, uh, and I'm going to talk about it with Mike White, my colleague at the Post-Gazette. Uh, he did a big story on this anniversary earlier in the week, and we're going to talk to him coming up in just about uh, 20 minutes or so. Uh, maybe a little more hockey talk when we come back. Uh, going to get into some more Steelers talk, obviously, and maybe even in the 1 o'clock hour, a little bit of Pirates talk, if you can believe that. Before we go to the break, let me tell you about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, my favorite Pittsburgh plumbing company. I like it because it's the best. You always hear me talk about how they're – Looking for, uh, I always look for one of their trucks, either going home or uh, coming into work, and there's over 50 of them out on the road, and I saw one yesterday going up 79, going north, right past the Mount Nebo uh, exit there, and who do I see but a Mr. Rooter plumbing truck. It always makes me smile, not because that truck is headed to somebody's home because of a broken water heater or a backed-up sewer, even worse, this time of year, frozen pipes, but because somebody had a good sense to call Mr. Rooter Plumbing at 412 Rooter 2 
412 Router 2. That truck is headed to somebody's home or business to fix the problem efficiently and at a fair price. Write down the number again, 412 Router 2. Check out the website, it's a really good one. MrRooterPittsburgh.com. Uh, almost 21 years in this market, Bob Beal has built a plumbing company empire. 50 trucks out on the road, and I saw one yesterday going home. Won't be surprised if I see one today. I can't recommend them enough. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.